We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Reggie Jackson will just dribble it over the midcourt line and this ball game is over. Bulls win! Bulls win! win in the Mile High City of Denver, Colorado, 117.96 over the Denver Nuggets. Wow, what a ball game all around for your Chicago Bulls. Very, very impressive. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to the score. Oh, yeah, it was a rout. It was the Bulls over that lousy Denver team with their crummy excuse for an MVP. Oh yeah, Wait a the minute. best team in the West. You mean that team? No, the, the not team that, that was thirty and four going into last night at, at home. home, and they got skunked. Yeah, by the team that can do whatever it wants to do when it has some sort of advantage. We don't know. Well, the Bulls are confounding because they play very well and they look that decisive, which was the word being thrown around mm. last night post game against good teams, against playoff teams. They really do play well when they have an opponent that seems much better than them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem with the Bulls in the course of the season, the story has been that against the, the teams they should beat, they really struggle against. And uh, I don't know after last night if you're convinced now that this is the beginning of something. I think we've fallen into that trap at least uh, a dozen times this year. Certainly the most recent was after the Pat Beverly uh, addition. They started strong. Would they have that huge blowout victory the first time he put on a Bulls uniform? And then it was like, okay, look, now now they're different. Now things are going to change. Wait and see. I think we have to wait and see. As impressive as that was last night, Zach Levine was great. Patrick Williams was aggressive. And certainly Vooch outplayed the Joker. But it means nothing if they go and lose to the Rockets. Yeah, I I agree. They've got to beat the Rockets, but the Rockets are more concerned with uh, trying to get the uh, win the French sweepstakes than they are uh, about winning any basketball games. I think that's a fairly easy place to play to win. I think they're going to win that game. Here's my take on what the what's going on with the Bulls. I think everybody believes they should try to get into the draft lottery. They should lose and wind up in the draft lottery. They're one game out of the play-in. They're behind Washington. They were two and a half games out, like very recently, a week ago, whatever. And now they're catching up. And I, I I now am convinced they're probably going to end up in the in the uh, play-in game because 
they probably have better. They're probably a better team. They're a better team. They they just haven't played very well all year. But I think that if they don't get in, they'll wind up with the sixth pick. <laughs> their their first round pick is is basically uh, protected for the first four. So if you could tell me, yeah, they're going to be in the uh, in the first four. Uh, of the lotto, and technically they would have a chance, but the odds are, are well, fairly Well, I'll tell you small. where they are right now. Thank you. They're seventh in the tankathon.com standings. They have a 31.9% of finishing in the top four, uh, having a top four draft pick. A 61% 30... chance of rain. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just 30, saying 32% too. and a 7.5% chance of the number one overall pick. I don't think that they're going to be in a position to – benefit from the 2023 draft so whatever however small of an accomplishment that represents the play-in round and we don't need to overstate its significance watching this Bulls team has conditioned us not to overstate anything and not to expect much either so but getting there is better than not getting there in my opinion I think we're on the same page here I, I don't think it benefits the Bulls from missing out on the postseason Get in, see what you've got, see if you can do make the best of a bad situation. But to me, that's the better alternative than than trying to roll the dice and the slim chance. And it's a pretty slim chance of of getting you, the draft pick that you can use, and certainly the number one pick overall. Okay, so so you feel pretty good that the Bulls have won a game, and now we're talking about them in the play in. And as if the positivity were somehow uh, building, here's a little reminder here. This is uh, Adrian Wojnarowski on Twitter, and he says, uh, uh, ESPN sources, there is growing possibility that Chicago Bulls guard Lonzo Ball will need a third surgical procedure on his right knee that would likely require another six months of recovery and rehabilitation that is Nine minutes ago, the latest <laughs> Woj bomb, well, as if well, as if a happy well, well, story was not allowed to, to breathe. Yeah, are, are you just trying to? I'm trying to look at this as not positively. It's just I'm not overreacting to last night. Okay, I'm not overstating what they're. But this is this is breaking news. I think this is in a separate category. Okay, Thank this you. is the Lonzo Ball category. Which I think we agreed that we are going There's to no ignore. There's no such thing as breaking news. There's no such thing as breaking okay. news. This is not breaking news as much as it is redundant. More surgery, more rehab. I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> this is not worth dancing about, Chuck. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, here we yeah, go. It's, the it's Bulls. Bad. Oh, look, they really played well. They won. They beat a team that's 30 and four at home. They really are turning a corner. Of Lonzo Ball's having more surgery. You want to bottom line it though? Lonzo you want me to Ball bottom line gonna, it for you? Yeah, that guy's never going to play for the it Bulls. It doesn't matter. Three more procedures. You feel before. bad for the young man. Uh huh. You feel bad for his career. Okay. But at what point this season did did you ever really? We'll realistically always, expect him to contribute. We'll always have those 32 games, 35, 35 games. Or 35. Yeah. We'll always have those 35 games. Uh, three of them weren't that good. We'll always have those 35 <laughs> games uh, in his four-year Bulls career. Six months of recovery and rehabilitation. So if he has okay. a third procedure, yeah. six months from now, if you do the math, is September. 
Okay. Is he going to be ready for next season if he has his third? I, I don't know that you can I think, count on the next I think two. six months from now he will be um, suffering from discomfort and heading toward his fourth surgical procedure on the same thing about, I don't know, another month from then. Right? Mm. Is that, I mean, am I being, am I being, Overly pessimistic. No, I think that every everything news. about Lonzo Ball is it definitely warrants skepticism and pessimism and and all the other isms. But I don't know that it has anything to do with the rest of the season. And I don't know that it's killing any kind of momentum that might have been developed last night in Denver. And I'm not saying I, again what happened last night was enjoyable. The Bulls were fun for another night. And I think that they they went into that game. I think we both had written them off, or at least I did not expect them to play that well. I right. thought it was a foregone conclusion that Nuggets would take care of business and the Bulls would try to, you know, figure out how to rebound against the Rockets. Now, you know. I debated watching the game. That's how much faith I had in them. I debated whether or not I actually wanted to watch the game, and lo and behold, I was sitting in front of it and uh, far, far too long, frankly. But they looked pretty good. I, I, I said well. it way too late watching right. part of this too because you had me thinking I could watch it in the morning and then I started to think that way and then I thought I'm not going to do that. I got too many things going on in the morning. I'm just going to keep on watching and I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And then I started playing better and they're like, "Okay, this is fun to watch." So you kept watching. They're not usually fun to watch. And I don't know. I what I fear against the Rockets as much as what you're saying is true, they have more incentive to lose. I still it's going to be closer than than you think. It's going to be more of a struggle than it should be. That is the Bulls in this 2022-2023 season. They lost to the Rockets too last time December 26, 133 to 118. <laughs> See. See. Yeah, that's before the Rockets really started to to uh tank, right? Was that pre-tankathon or they just had no chance but to Rockets are pretty garbage. They're pretty much, yeah. They're trash, which means they're gonna somebody's gonna send and me yet, a tweet of that. Uh, and yet they're not as bad Bulls. as the Pistons, as we sit here this morning. The, yeah, Pistons, the Pistons are awful. They are in the pole position. Yeah. For that draft, uh, Pistons equals one trash. Hashtag facts. They lost nine in a row. Detroit. Yikes. I thought San Antonio was pretty bad, too. They're third. Okay. I'm just saying, there are some bad teams in the NBA. It'd be awful hard to wind up with that uh, with that fourth pick. There are some bad teams in the NBA, but there are only six that are worse than the Bulls. Mm. Shouldn't be that way. Not on March 9th. No. Shouldn't be that way. I, you do feel bad for Lonzo Ball. Yeah. This is not a Woj bomb, This is, but yeah. it's breaking news, and it's interesting because of what they have invested in. In him, in the in the hope that his first thirty five games implied, but and I don't I'm being think, criticized for not being empathetic with what the guy is going through. It, it's not that I'm not empathetic for what he's going through. It's just that I'm empathetic for what we in Chicago are going through, which is we've seen the guy for thirty five games and the Bulls looked real good, and we haven't seen hide nor hair of him since. And and if you go back and think about it. There was, there was this hope that he was going to come back with about, I don't know, 10, 15 games left so they could get their act together and then they'd have this playoff run. And now we're going to 
we're gonna we are learning now that he will have a third procedure on the same knee. He's not getting better, and now the rehab will be six months. I'm very curious. I don't know this answer, and I don't know if anybody is in a position to provide it. We're talking to Rob Schaefer at 8:45. Yeah. Uh, injury settlements and NBA contracts, and right. we're smack dab in the middle of Lonzo Ball's at the end of the season. What can they do to provide some relief? What are their options as it pertains to getting out of that contract, or is it just a sunk cost? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I wonder about that with insurance. I would and imagine the, there's some salary cap relief, though, from the league if a guy can't play for a couple of years, right? Yeah, I think that there's there's got to be a mechanism where the Bulls aren't looking at the next two years of uncertainty with Lonzo Ball, I, maybe it's just one of these things they're going to have to live with, but it's a tough reality because I just don't know what you can expect moving forward. And you can't really plan your team around the possibility of him returning, not after so many you know, stops and starts and stops and starts. And it, it just seems like it would be nobody's going to buy the idea that you're going into next year counting on him. Unless maybe he calls QC Kinetics. <laughs> that's a possibility. That's a texter suggests that. I suppose that's a possibility. I yeah, but I don't think it's uh, likely. Well, I think they're more likely to figure out Plan B, and they. I don't know that uh, Plan B is Patrick Beverly. I think they've got to go a different direction. They need the lead guard. They need a lead guard in this team. You know, Zach Levine, for all of the criticism that he has received this year at different times, you look at his body of work since the All-Star break, and it's been phenomenal. You look at overall the way that he maybe gradually has continued to ramp up, and he has looked like a guy that has gotten healthier as, as the year has gotten older. He's gotten better. So let me ask you this. if Let's say the Bulls get in the play-in. They can win that, yeah? I mean, they could beat a team in the play-in. Let's say they then land a playoff series. Is there any team they can beat? And I mean for a game. Is there any team, you know, they've beaten they've beaten the Bucs. They've beaten the Celtics. They beat them a couple times, I believe. They have beat, but could they actually beat any of those teams in a playoff series? Or any team they face in a playoff series? Well, I understand the purpose of the question, but I would like to remind you the Bulls are 30 and 36. Yeah. There's six games below 500. Oh, I'm aware. So there's not a realistic expectation that they would beat a team in the playoffs. No, they, they have Patrick Beverly on the team. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I know, know they do. I know they do. But that will propel them. He is Mr. Play-in. Yes. So they could win a play-in game, and okay. they could they could get to the point where they're in a series. But they can't win a series. I, I don't. Not I, so much as you know, they might not be able to win a game in a series. Well, it doesn't really matter to me if they win a game teams. in a series. If they, it's about the series. I don't think they can win a series. Winning any given game and any given night is possible in the NBA if you have the right but, home crowd and somebody gets hot. Yeah, you can win a game in a series, but it doesn't yeah. matter. But the the point of playing series is that the better team wins. Them. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't see the Bulls being in that position where we're talking in early May or whatever the late so April. Should, so, therefore, the Bulls winning a series. Why not tank? It just, if, if your conclusion is that they have no business getting to the play-in because they can't win an actual series, if even if they win a play-in game, then why why not 
take your 9% chance and roll the bones. How would you do that? Would you sit Zach Levine? Would you sit DeMar DeRozan? What would you do to orchestrate losing? How would you just, execute that plan? Just keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen. They won last night. It was great. I don't, I, you know, we asked the question this morning, are you back on the bandwagon? I don't know that we've been on the bandwagon for a very long time. And I think that that there was a feeling um, at one point, well, you know, Pat Beverly, maybe there's some energy, maybe they'll have a little bounce. But I don't know that they're ever getting to 500, let alone winning anything. I don't either. The, yeah. the Pacers game is what really kind of smacked yes. me into reality a little bit because there was that hope and expectation that they would get the Pat, Patrick Beverly bounce. And they did for a little bit. But they still then, against the Pacers team at home, lost a game they should have won. And that reminded you of just how flawed this group is. And, you know, they are still a team that trades two for th- twos for threes and yeah. has a lot of issues. So They're you a know, flawed team. But I don't – I'm never going to be – and I don't say never, but I, I, don't, I don't anticipate being in a position where I, you, you advocate the Bulls to try to lose games. Not with this group. Just write it out. See it through. Finish finish the season, and whatever you, whatever happens, happens. But take your chances. But I don't know that I come out of last night and then looking at this news today and say you know they should tank. No, I, I you know, I, I'm not a tank guy. I don't believe in that. Generally speaking, I think you just, I think you, you know, compete and you try to be as good as you can be, and and you see where it, you, it, you wind up. I understand if at the end of the year it's all falling apart and you got a choice to make, that's a fair choice. You know, if you if you feel like you're going to be um, you know, up three different spots or down three spots, maybe you've got something to think about. Again, that's not the coach's job, that's not the player's job. That's got to be someone at a higher level. And and you know, for the Bulls, you know, whatever. I I I don't know what their intention is. I think that they kept this group together because they thought they could win and they want to see it out. So it would surprise me if they ever thought, yeah, we need to bench everyone so we can uh, we can lose here. I, I, it, I think they don't even need to do that. I think they might lose anyway. I'm more interested in the conversation about what they do with this offseason after the end of what has been a very disappointing year where they embrace the status quo. Now what? especially in the, in the context of today's latest development with Lonzo Ball. If he has a third procedure, it, it would be foolish to be in any – it would be even more foolish. I think we already think that it's risky, but it would be even more foolish to invest any hope in him moving forward. Well, so how does, that, how does that dictate the course of your offseason? So, so Lonzo Ball had a knee issue before he came here. This is a different one. And now we're talking about a third procedure on the same knee that he injured when he first last year with after 35 games. So he injured him. He's got it. He got injured. He had a procedure, didn't make any difference. Had another procedure, hasn't been able to come back. So he's going to have a third procedure. I I mean, is that the charm? I I doubt it. Typically, I think no. It's Brandon Roy territory. It, it is Brandon Roy yeah, territory. Yeah. Unfortunately, you got to just sort of understand that and. And you can't plan for anything moving forward. And I don't think anyone has. But it is, it's sadly, it's just bad news every time anything, any news with him is bad news these days. It's just that simple. So well, it was defensible 
perhaps last offseason when they didn't really do anything to dr- dramatically change this roster. You understood that maybe they still had uh, some hope as it pertained to Lonzo Ball, but not now. Now you got to move on. This, Three, this confirms it. we got to move on. 312-644-6767. Mully and Hall on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. big every every win is big at this point um and we understand the type of team that we are and what we got to go up against and how we have to play we came in with the right mentality and you know i know the confidence that i have and what the team has we can beat anybody we just have that same approach every game mully and hall chicago sports radio six seven of the score that is zach levine and um and he's been a good story zach levine is playing good basketball he started out the season sort of coming back from injury um, I think that that's fairly obvious now with the way that he's improved as the year has gone on. And he's been very good for the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's been good to see. And he certainly was not just excellent um, in decision-making and shooting, but he was very quick about what he was doing yesterday. And that made all the difference in the world. Yeah, I think he's also the guy that is most likely to be the piece that remains if you do remake this roster in the mm-hmm. offseason and you do try to do another mini reset, if you will, because you're going to have to do something different. You you can't come back with the same approach. And I think with, with Vooch and his free agent status being a little bit uncertain, you know, what do you do in the offseason? We're getting texters saying, well, you need to trade Zach. You need to trade DeMar. I don't think that's practical in the offseason, but I don't, I'm not sure both of them will be back. Um, much depends on what you do 
with Vooch. And, and you have to take a hard look at this roster to find out what what the problem was. And I think we all understand what the problem is, is that they don't have enough shooting to, sur- to surround guys like Zach and Vooch and DeMar. So I think once you do that, you've got to give up something to change. He might be the – because of his contract and because of the way he's, he's earned it. You know, I think he's going to be the guy that they build around. They already started that. I mean, he's contractually here for a long time. I don't think it's practical to trade him in the offseason. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who they should trade in the offseason. I, I, I mean, I let me ask you this. Is it practical to sign Vooch to another contract in the offseason? Have you – He's, he does well in contract years. Is How good is he? Um, DeMar DeRozan could probably continue to score points for a bad team if that's what the role you want for him is, the role that he'll accept. I don't know that it makes sense to bring him back. How old is DeMar? 34? Um, it doesn't make a ton of sense, right? Uh, I think Kobe White. You should pick up his option and bring him back. I I don't know. I know a lot of people want to get rid of Patrick Williams. I'm not sure how that makes you better. I'm just not well, sure. Well, I don't know what you would get from that, at this point well, that, either because point. he hasn't really proven that's my point. that he can be trusted. So you might be, I don't he, want to say stuck with him. but He's he, still young. He's still young. What? How old is Patrick Williams? 21 he's, years old. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so he still has a ways yes. to develop and to grow. Patrick Beverly in the Sun-Times today expresses a desire to you know, stay in Chicago, you don't know. He'd like to, you know, return to the Bulls. Of course he would at this stage of his career. But does that make sense? What kind of roster are you going to have? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know that they um, – I don't know if they're sure yet. And they may have different ideas. But this Lonzo Ball news from Woj this morning, again, discouraging, reaffirming, but not surprising. Don't you have to get out of that? Don't you have to investigate every move you could make to try to – if he's really out for another six months after after he has a surgical procedure, first of all, it doesn't say when the procedure is. You don't know what that timetable is. But then another six months, I don't know, David. That's a big well, What's ask. the procedure? And I think this creates well, a, another level same, of questions. It's, it's the same issue, right? It's got to be the same issue. The third one on his right knee, which would require six months of recovery and – rehabilitation so at what point will he be in a position to you know he hasn't played basketball since last January so it's been over a year now almost approaching 15 months that it's only going to be longer so yeah it's it's difficult it's difficult for the Bulls moving forward in that contract which at the beginning of the, the his tenure as a Bull was like oh my gosh this is great aren't they so much fun and he changes everything well he did change everything but it wasn't then, you know, 35 games in, seems like a long time ago now. Yeah, it is it is a very long time ago. And the worst part of it is that every time there is an update, it is not a positive story. And it kind of, it's got to be, it's got to be debilitating to the people that are kind of produce, putting this team together, that are hoping for some contribution at some point. I, I just think that you've got to investigate every kind of path possibility, uh, insurance stuff, you know, just can you get out of this? It's a, what was he on, a four-year contract? Four-year $80 million contract. Yeah. So he's got still a long way to go. Two years and and $40 million. When's he going to play? Is he ever going to play again? 
Is he ever going to play again in the NBA? Well, this raises questions about next year already. Yes. So then you're three years in, and then you're in the final year of a deal that he's been, you know, not uh, not available for the bulk of it. No, it doesn't bode well. So the next re- the remaking of the Bulls for this offseason will be the storyline, probably at the Advocate Center. But until we get to that point, now you've got you got a team that um, is trying to, you know, at with what. 16 games left, bite their way, claw their way into a play-in round. I, I don't know. What, what we're, we're marking time with the Bulls. That's what we're doing. Basically, game to game, reevaluating what's worth it. It's, it, But I, they're not really going anywhere. They're kind of running in place. You know, it, it's interesting because Brandon pointed out that, you know, there is this horrible kind of um, curse at the point guard position, dating back to the motorcycle accident with oh, uh, with Jay Williams, um, that's a guy you know you you draft him, you bring him in, and he he's immediately his career is over effectively, right? And uh, and so that's very painful. You saw what happened with uh, with Derrick Rose, the youngest MVP ever, and a guy that was turning your program around, and then he's injured, and uh, and that's the end of that. And he's moved on to New York. His career is effectively over now. Um, and then you get this Lonzo Ball injury where you sign a guy, you know, fun to watch, you know, obviously controlling tempo and the Bulls are a different team. And, and then and then that goes wayside. Do you even bother signing a point guard, David? Is that just the boogeyman? Position? It just seems like a cursed spot. Yeah. Bears quarterback is no longer the most cursed position in Chicago sports. Maybe it's the point guard for the Bulls. It's been a tough millennium since then. Boy, I tell you, Jay Williams, Derrick Rose, now Lonzo Ball. Although I think each case certainly different. This doesn't set them back as much as the other two injuries did. This does, you know, set them back, but not to those, not the degree that each of those did. Those were profound franchise-changing injuries. This one is... Well, you would argue that Derrick Rose was the one. That that, that was a profound franchise. There's no question about it. Because you saw how good he was. There's and you no, saw how they played. No doubt. Him and yeah, I just don't know that... You, you, there's really no comparison between what's happening with Lonzo Ball yeah. and with Derrick Rose, no. other than they played the same position, and it does seem like a, a, a eerie coincidence that they've had a hard time with point guards uh, since uh, since the Jay Williams era. The Jay Williams accident was was a freak accident, but the Derrick Rose, no doubt, that changed the direction of the franchise for the next decade. And they're still feeling the effects of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lonzo Ball wasn't here long enough to really be – 35 games. Missed. Yeah, it's not – it's just – but it's – I mean, I'm bummed talking about it, frankly, because it's, it's such a negative story. We've got uh, Rob Schaefer – from NBC Sports Chicago, he's going to join us next. We'll uh, we'll ask him it, what what happens now with this latest piece of news with Lonzo Ball. Again, it it none of it is a surprise because you knew where it was heading, and it wasn't it wasn't a good thing. And and the guy clearly is doing whatever he can to get back and to play again, but it's just. It's just rehab after rehab after rehab. Texter says Bulls knew Ball was injured goods when they signed him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they thought he was going to be this problematic. And he hadn't been like this. But he is now. 
It's Mully and Haw at Chicago Sports Radio 670 score. You know, the decisions I think were made, you know, with Arturis and Mark and his representation and talking to Lonzo. Um, but I just feel bad for him, you know. It's clearly, I, I think people saw the 40 games that he played. He was a, a huge addition for our team. And he, he made a really, really positive uh, contribution in a lot of different ways, both offensively and defensively. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. That's the voice of Billy Donovan, and we are... Delighted to welcome in Rob Schaefer. He's working with Bulls.com now and does a wonderful job. Friend of the program joins us on the Score Hotline, which, of course, is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Rob, good morning. How are you? I'm pretty well, guys. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's great to talk to you. And, uh, you know, I guess we should deal with the worst news that uh, that we heard this morning, and that is that there was a Woj bomb dropped that uh, Lonzo Ball needs another surgery and Lonzo Ball uh, is going to need six months of uh, recuperation and recovery, and that puts him uh, into next season. So I, I don't know. You know, it, it's uh, we need to put a moratorium on uh, on Lonzo Ball talk because it's just a drag. It's like, damn, is there ever going to be some good news? Yeah, it's just a sad situation all around, right? Obviously, for the for the Bulls because of how much of an impact he had in those thirty five games that he had or that he played last season, the first season after he signed with the team. But it's really just gutting for. Lonzo himself, you know, I, I just know he's worked obviously harder than anybody else to get back. He desperately wants to be back out on the court. He's kind of had an interesting NBA career before he got to Chicago, obviously gets traded on his rookie contract from the Lakers to the Pelicans, uh, remakes his jump shot in New Orleans, becomes, you know, grows into a, a, a pretty efficient three and D guard. That's incredibly valuable in today's NBA. And then with the Bulls, he was kind of blossoming into his, you know, basketball identity at age 24. That's been ripped away, obviously. Uh, You know, we're going on 14 months since he's been out. Now you tack on another six. You tack on a third surgery. And that just reinforces to me that, one, you you can't assume that he's going to play basketball for the Bulls again at this point. You just can't assume it. And if you're the Bulls, you probably have to plan as if he's not. And then if he does, it's gravy. But what the, a third operation really reinforces for me is even if he does get back on the floor, I just, I'm losing confidence that it's going to be the same Lonzo ball that we knew and loved at the beginning of the 2021, 22 season. And that is just, you know, tremendously, tremendously sad uh, for all parties involved. We'll see how this third go around goes, but you know, if it's any indication, it still doesn't seem like they're at the bottom of what this issue is. And until they are, it's just hard to forecast that it's going to be resolved in a satisfying way. Agree with you, Rob. Well put. I think when you look at these final 16 games, you wonder what else is at stake. If they have maybe internally concluded that they can't count on Lonzo Ball, what else are they considering in the way of major changes to a roster that clearly has you know, not fit together well this season? You see uh, some of the examples on a game-to-game basis, certainly not last night. But what do you view as being at stake in these final 16 games? Yeah, it's hard to say only because, for me, the big picture of the season 
has kind of been decided. I don't see what could happen in the final 16 games or possibly a play-in tournament, you know, scenario, even if they make it through that in the first round of the playoff scenario. I just don't see a world where they satisfy their own internal expectations for the season, which were to improve on last season. Obviously, last year you finished 10 games over 500, the sixth seed, get a game off Milwaukee in the first round. I don't think they're going to finish above 500 at this point. At this point, the odds are against them not only to make the plan, but to make it out of the plan. Uh, and then certainly, you know, it'd be a massive long shot to get multiple games in the first round, uh, you know, if not get out of a first round series. So to me, the big picture is, is decided to a degree. And I would hope that internally there is, you know, a, uh, you know the, the wheels are in motion of a plan to massively shake things up in the offseason, what those personnel moves are you know, are beyond me, and, and there's probably going to be a lot of moving parts, so we'll just have to see. But to me, the final 16 games, I suppose it's to, you know, chase that last gasp of potentially getting back into postseason play, getting that development opportunity for your young guys, and trying to, you know, build on last season in any way that you can at the last second. But, you know, at this point, beyond, like I said, getting the young guys some run, and seeing what you potentially have with some guys deeper down the depth chart so you know what who you want to keep around going forward and who potentially needs to be uh, shaken up. I just don't see the big picture of this season changing in this uh, short span of time. Rob, it, there is a disabled player exception that teams can employ if somebody goes down uh, early in the season type of thing. Is there any way – of of tapping into that sort of thing with the Alonzo Ball deal, or would that prevent him from ever coming back? Do they not want to go that route? I mean, he's going to be paid the money he's owed, but I'm just wondering, is there any salary cap relief that they can get if indeed this guy is not going to be able to fulfill his contract with the team? Yeah, that's a good question, Molly. I, I can't say I know, and I think I would, I would suspect some of that would come down to what's in the lettering of – Lonzo's contract. Right. I know there's there's probably some relief they can get if the injury is deemed career ending. And I think you know at this you know I don't nobody said that that has that indication hasn't been given other than the way events have transpired, which would lead any person observing to say, well, this seems kind of up in the air. But you know, I, certainly I don't think anything would happen this season or in the near near term related to that. Um, but it's something to watch moving forward because obviously, you know, this dude signed one of the biggest contracts in this franchise's history, certainly for agency, uh, you know, four years in that $20 million a year range, there's still two years and $40 million left on it. And when you look at what this team has to do, they still are lacking flexibility in terms of being able to trade future draft picks in terms of being right up against that luxury tax line. So you know, having just $20 million of, and I apologize, this, you know, you know, this might not uh, sound great, but just $20 million in, in dead money for the last season and a half, right. it really encumbers you. So it'll be something to watch moving forward. But I, I would guess that if you ask anybody with the bulls around it, they would still say that the main focus is just getting Lonzo back out there um, because of how valuable he can be. And obviously for for the human side of it as well. A lot of questions surrounding this roster, certainly Rob, and what's going to happen in the future where are you with Patrick Williams, and how do you think the the Bulls feel about him moving forward? I've, I've been pretty pleased with with Patrick Williams' season. Uh, just my opinion. 
I know it hasn't been a development track that's on the trajectory speed-wise that a lot of fans want it to be. He's not an all-star. He's not a 20-point-a-game scorer at 21 years old. He might not be either of those things next year or the year after either. But I think his defense has taken a massive step up this season. Obviously, he's been going back and forth from the bench in the starting lineup, more on the bench ever since Beverly came in. But games like last night against the Nuggets, I think are good examples of him kind of figuring out how to use his physicality on drives, getting himself, inserting himself into plays more, being more active on the glass and in passing lanes. I think what he's crystallized for me this year is that the floor of him is very, very high as a 6'8", 6'9", switchable, defensively versatile, uh, you know, big wing uh, that's frankly built in the mold that a lot of NBA teams are looking for uh, in this day and age. And then not to mention, you know, when he shows the physicality that he can have on drives, his athleticism, you see that these physical tools can be leveraged into some pretty interesting stuff when he has the intention to do it. He's also, again, it's probably not the level people want, but he has increased his three-point volume this year, and the percentage hasn't dropped off. He's still a 40% three-point shooter. So, you know, again, he's not an all-star. You know, the number four pick thing, people probably have to just throw that out in terms of expectations for him. I think the Patrick Williams experience watching his development progress is a lot more enjoyable once you do that. But to me, he's a building block. He's had a pretty good season. He's taken steps forward. Uh, And I I feel pretty good about where he's at relative to where he was at the start of the season, where he was coming off playing 17 games in his second year. And you just didn't really know what you were going to get. I've seen enough steps forward that I feel pretty good about him moving forward. Listen, I mean, the reality is the guy missed effectively a season with the wrist injury. He's 21 years old. You don't have a lot of guys with a lot of, you know, that kind of upside. So I think you've got to be patient with them. And, and you know, the other the other thing that's happened of late, Rob, in my opinion, is you, you look at Zach Levine, and, man, he started the season. It was rough. He was coming off injury. Now the last month, Guy's playing out of his mind. He's a he's a different player. He's back to the player he once was, and he's a, a pretty good building block moving forward. I agree with that. I, I you know I think it was warranted to look at the way that the knee surgery, the aftermath of the knee surgery, played out early in the season with with a healthy dose of skepticism, just because the injury management plan for Zach kind of came out of nowhere. He didn't look himself at all in the first two ish months of the season, especially just his explosion around the basket just wasn't finishing at the elite rate that we're used to seeing from him. But now you you look at games last night where he was nine and nine at the rim, right? It's not only the dunks it's finishing through contact. It's elevating over guys uh, for contested finishes. Obviously the three point shot has been falling lately. His numbers. I know the wins haven't followed yet other than last night, but his numbers since basically the start of December. So it's been a few months of the sample size, more than half the season have been on par with his two all-star seasons, if not exceeding those numbers in a few different areas. So, you know, you're looking for positives of this bull season. If it continues to trend the way, you know, it has, that's a big positive. That it doesn't look like that knee issue, as maybe people feared earlier in the season, is as much of a long-term thing as as we thought. He's recovered from it in my eyes. Uh, And he's playing highly efficient basketball, particularly scoring-wise, the type of basketball we expect. Uh, from Zach Levine, just based on the last two years. Thanks a ton, Rob. It's great catching up with you. Great work. Really appreciate it. Good stuff, Rob. 
Yeah, you too, guys. Thanks. Take that care. That is Rob Schaefer. He's wonderful. Good to have him Bulls. back. I'm glad he's resurfaced at Bulls.com. He is a young guy that does a terrific job, and you can hear he understands his team as well as anybody who covers it. Yeah, great stuff from him. And we've got uh, the ginger-haired genius next, our friend, our colleague, our inspiration, Zach Saban. <laughs> oh, enormous score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 